0: Hey guys, Brandon here.
1: And I'm Brittany.
0: And welcome back
1: to the Pumpkin Patch. Hell yeah, brother. I thought you were about to forget it. I was going to be very upset.
0: Honestly, I was thinking of what it was. It's <laughs> been a rough couple of weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody who defines themselves in between, <laughs> we have survived, well, we, I have survived the past two weeks, and I have come out victorious
1: have you
0: yes minus the emotional and mental scars and everything else in between (laughs) but i made it
1: (sighs) so how was your week best friend
0: (laughs) let me tell you what i have never been through so much emotional and mental the physical wasn't so bad like i expected that part of it but the two the stress like look i've been through some stressful things in my lifetime i have been overseas i have seen things and done things but I will do all of those things over again than the stress of these past two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I am not good with being watched and being tested at the same time. Like, if you give me a written test, sure. If you give me something that, you know, doesn't have so many variables attached to it. Right. Absolutely, we'll nail it. But you give me a first-time <laughs> thing with a bunch of people watching, and I, you yeah, know, woo, I like a bunch like a bunch of house of cards. <laughs> but, no, I mean... I will say one thing. I'm proud of what I accomplished the past two weeks, and it wasn't easy, and I am finally done, and I have the next five days off. Technically, I could have four and then work like a little overtime gig.
1: Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs>
0: I don't want to.
1: So you accomplished what it was that you set out to do.
0: Yeah. I know. I'm sorry I'm being vague, but it ain't none of y'all business. I tell y'all everything. Some things I keep to myself. Right. But um,
1: I mean, it's work-related. We don't really talk about work.
0: Yeah, there's no point. I mean, I I deal with work all the time. I don't want to come here and bore you with the semantics. But no, it was a uh, it was challenging. I got to learn a lot. I got to meet a bunch of great people from all across the U.S. And like some of these guys are phenomenal, and they they genuinely care about you succeeding and you know what you uh, what we were doing out there. And it it was an experience. Um, and definitely, would I say enjoyed it now? Yes, after I'm gone and done with it, but. During it, nah, I wanted every day, I think every day I talk to you, I'm like, oh, I'm over it. Can you stop making noise? <laughs> I'm trying to talk to the people, and you're messing with the little stick. Just leave it alone. You don't need it.
1: Sorry, my shit got loose.
0: Not the first time, <laughs> but no, it was, uh, it was an experience. I mean, and I have to do it every year, so, but this is the first one. I ripped the band-aid off, and I did what I set out to do, and now I can breathe a sigh of relief.
1: Right, and next year you have a better idea of what to expect.
0: Right, I mean, like, and it, once like you got the first day out of the way, it wasn't bad because you knew what to expect. But even still, like, it was just the anxiety of it all. Yep. Somebody give me a Xanax, please. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm glad I got it over with. I got a killer tan, and I got to meet a bunch of neat people and learn a lot. And it's it was stressful, but we're done with it now, so I can finally sit here and relax and try to pick up the pieces of my personal life because <laughs> that was a long two weeks.
1: Well, I'm proud of you.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: I'm, happy for you.
0: Thank you. How was your past couple of weeks? I know we've been kind of man on the podcast, so I apologize to everybody.
1: Yeah, like we said last week, we just had a lot going on. He had all of that happening. I had some stuff happening at the house, some renovations and some things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she she got some new floors in, and they're very pretty.
1: Yeah, they're in the process of being done. Well,
0: yeah, they still got a little work to do, but...
1: We actually just got back from my house because I had piled everything in the master bedroom while they were doing other parts of the house, so now it's time for them to do that room, and the guy was like, I'll move the big furniture, but all this little shit, you got to move that. So my best friend was kind enough to go over there with me and help me because with him, it took 30 minutes. With me, it probably would have taken all night, and I'm not exaggerating.
0: (laughs) But that's what I'm here for, and I wish you would stop... (laughs) And I know there's a lot of people out here that are like this with their friends. Don't be afraid to ask your friends for something because if they genuinely care, they'll help you.
1: I think what made me this week hesitate to ask, because usually, I mean, if I really need help for some, with something, I don't usually mind asking you too yeah. much. But this week, I knew what you were going through and everything, and I knew that you were finally done and wanted to take a break. And I was like, well, I'm not going to bother him. It was just bad. Like, it lined up where you needed a break and I needed help. And I was like, I'm not going to ask. And finally, he was like, I'll help you, bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, because when I got home today, I passed out on the couch. And it didn't take long. And then I moved to I Well, I passed out in the recliner. And then I passed out in the love the seat. And then, yeah,
1: and he was, was face down in the love seat too. It I, was hilarious. I was like, and he's like, what? You're six foot what?
0: I'm six foot one.
1: Yeah, and he was on this little love seat, and I was like, do you want to move to the big couch?
0: Meanwhile, my legs are dangling off the side.
1: <laughs> hey, I offered. You said no.
0: Yeah, no, but I don't want to make you get up. You already look like you're comfortable. Well, I don't um, care. But meanwhile, I had my dog. I don't want to give her any attention because she's laying down. Finally, that <laughs> um, she kept trying to lay with me. I'm like, first off. We got two big meatloaves trying to sit on one (laughs) left seat. It ain't going to happen. I don't think so. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) But I'm glad that you're, uh, like you said, we both went through some stuff this weekend, or weeks, excuse me. I'm going to emphasize weeks because I am tired. Right. (laughs) Exhausted.
1: (laughs) I mean, my stress is still there a little bit just because, like, tonight when we moved all the stuff to the garage and I looked around, I'm like, this is a lot of shit. And I know I have friends that have offered to help because this is just something that I struggle with as far as getting stuff like done like this and organizing and cleaning, and it's just it's a personal struggle of mine if the ADHD doesn't help. Um, but I got some great friends that have offered to help. I'm just ready for it to be done.
0: It will so, be. You just got to give it some time. Don't rush it.
1: Well, I mean, some of it needs to be rushed. I got to be able to charge my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't get in the garage right now to charge my car, and she's a little low right now. <laughs> Yeah,
0: the uh, the one thing that I did think that was uh, that we got to do. So we had a uh, banquet once we got done. We did it at the. Uh, for those of you who have never been to Charleston, that we have a aircraft carrier that's decommissioned that sits there as kind of like a uh, as a tourist attraction, pretty much. Um,
1: yeah, it's a you, Patriots can, Point for those that want to look it up.
0: Right. Yeah, and they also have which, if uh, this is a heads up to people who do go, be mindful. There's also a Vietnam like recreation center. Like they have a bunch of jeeps, helicopters, recreation. and stuff. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't I don't I couldn't think of the word, so I just use recreation, but uh, recreation, <laughs> excuse me. Don't
1: ever blame me about saying philanthropy again. <laughs> However, I said it that day.
0: I don't know how you said it either. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could say it. I couldn't. But uh, they do have like live, ex- I don't say live explosions, but they do make like bomb noises, machine gun fire. So if you have any relatives that have been through Vietnam, please warn them before they go there.
1: Why wouldn't, okay, I'm not even being But funny. there's also
0: signs that are posted oh, okay. there, too. They do warn you ahead of time okay. that there is a, a sensitive, I think they put something, it's a bright yellow and red sign. So yeah. you'll see it before you get there, but they want to warn you ahead of time because I think we were talking to somebody that was there when we went to go visit it. They were like, we had to ask our family member, are you okay? Because they had been before, so thankfully they knew. But like when people get there, there are signs posted, so they give you some kind of heads up. And you can kind of hear it. They just don't want people who have been through that to, right. you know, go through something. So they fair warning. They do warn you before that you get there. But
1: yeah, because I was about to flip out. I was like, why would they do that? Because you know, there, there are a lot of veterans who will come through there. But I guess if they warn you, then that's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's not like you know, it's unexpected. Because you can hear it from like the parking lot. It's not like super loud. Like they don't want you to feel like you're right back in it again. Yeah. But they want you to see what people went through when they were over there. So they try to make it as realistic as possible, which is good. I mean, I like that. Um, but, like I said, they do warn you, too. They have signs posted, I think, on every corner of the building.
1: Yeah, I remember when I went to the 9-11 Museum, they had some signs posted from, like, when they were going to be showing, like, some sensitive stuff. They well, posted the well, signs. Well,
0: they did. But I really wish... Okay, so, I'm we're not going to go too far on this, but when I went to the 9-11 Memorial, I wish somebody would have warned me about the phone calls from the airplane. That shit took me out. I, I, I'm I grown up to say it, and I'm man up to say it. I cried in that damn exhibit. That shit yeah. got me, because it was, like... It was the one where, I don't want to ruin it for people to go over there, so I won't tell you what they said, but there's a room that will go in there and play audio recordings directly from, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember the flight numbers, apologize, but people were calling their loved ones, leaving voicemails on their phone uh, back in the day when they actually had, uh, not the voice recorder, what is it called? The uh, Your little voicemail box? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you had a home phone. Um, but they're like, yeah um
1: i love you and i probably won't see you again and i'm An like answer machine it took me a minute to you, realize what I it was i was like what was it
0: <laughs> from back in our days <laughs> <laughs> um the uh but yeah leave voicemails like that and like that crushed me because i mean like you know you're not going to make it and right. you're just leaving those uh, mm.
1: yeah <sighs> and like you were how old were you 2001?
0: 2001 i was uh seven
1: see and i was in eighth grade i don't i can't I, can't I know i can't do math but I remember it like it was yesterday. And then my niece was actually born two weeks after 9-11. So, of course, she doesn't remember. She wasn't even born yet. Yeah. But she went with us to the museum, and she got really emotional. So, it's like, even if you don't remember living through that, it's still an emotional thing.
0: Right. Like Because, honestly, like people who... And if you're my age, and you talk about, I remember everything. No, you don't. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember what I did this morning. But, like, life events like that that are, like, pretty important and significant, you'll remember. Um because, like, I don't remember really anything going on that day. I, I don't really remember anything out of the ordinary, honestly, mm-hmm. because I couldn't really quite understand. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't so young I couldn't understand. But I was also at the point where, like, it really didn't matter to me because I'm going to go outside and play anyway. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, it's crazy to see. Like, even people that I work with now, they were born in 2000. I'm like, Jesus, you were you were spitting everywhere when this happened. <laughs> um. But it's crazy to see like the time difference between back then and now, like what well, people remember what they've experienced and went through. So I thought that was, you know, crazy. Which which is a good jumping point to go from. We um we had we talked about something last week and something kinda hit home and you know, it's crazy to think like so Brittany's not much she's older than me.
1: He loves to call me old. He's only
0: old bitch.
1: Six years younger than me.
0: No, I'm a lot more than that. <laughs> My birthday has not happened yet. I'm still, tw- I'm still in my
1: 20s. Yeah, so. you're 29, which is six years younger than me. I'm 35, bitch.
0: 45.
1: That's how close you are to 35.
0: Shut the <laughs> fuck up. My uh, life is over. <laughs> yep. Once I hit my birthday, I'm pretty much dead in gay years, so yep. it's all over, boys. <laughs> <laughs> see you on the other side.
1: Sh- Rest in pieces.
0: Yep, I'll see you on the other side of the rainbow <laughs> bridge. <laughs> But we were talking about how crazy it was, like, from, like, how we went and grew up compared to what some of these other kids have grown up with. And not so much, like, their fault of their own, but it's just, like, the generations have changed significantly. And, you know, I thought it was a good way to sit there and talk about kind of, like, what we went through growing up and kind of the comparison between the two, like, what I've seen my nieces and nephews grow up as. And my biggest thing is, like, technology was probably one of the bigger ones that we talked about. For those of you who had computers growing up in school, which we did, but they were old. So... right. One thing that I noticed, if your mouse didn't have that little metal ball in it <laughs> where you could take that shit out and then you had no mouse, yep. Where? how old are you really? <laughs> and floppy disks, if you don't know what that is and you just Googled it, you're too young, bro.
1: Did you ever take the little sliding part of the floppy disk Absolutely. and like snap it back?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. And then I don't know if you're supposed to touch it, but that little plat- yes. the black film, I was like, tap, 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 <laughs> tap, tap. <laughs> did you ever see the meme that was on, uh, I think it was on Facebook that goes through like this shows that you've never had an original thought in your life. So it had somebody running their finger down the crack yes. of a wall. I'm like, I thought I was.
1: Oh I God. did too. And I was so mad when I saw that. I was like, damn. Yep.
0: I- ever glue your fingers together?
1: Yeah. Oh, all the time. And then, then you would
0: peel it? Yep. Um. Or my, my favorite, I thought I had super skin where you would put the thumbtack through the layer of your skin. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not bleeding.
1: <laughs> did you ever glue your whole hand and just like peel it peel off? Peel it off? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I'd look at like, that's my fingerprints. <laughs>
0: I am a serial killer. (laughs) Probably. But now, like, when you compare it to, like, when I go into, like, my, back when my niece was younger, going in their school, like, they would have, like, um, tablets and shit. Yes, that blows my mind. Like, it's crazy to think that, like, that big of an age, or that, when it's a big age gap because she's a lot younger than me, but to see the technology difference of what we grew up and it happened so fast. Right. It wasn't like, by the time we got to high school, we started getting tablets, but it was very very few, not very many. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I went from elementary school to, or yeah, elementary to middle, that's when we had computers with CDs. Which I'm pretty sure all these other states are like, fucking peasants, hide the money, y'all. <laughs> there's poor people around, and you know, there's some advantages and stuff like that. But I also feel like it's so much more easier to get stuff done than what it was back in the day because before, whenever we would have like a um, a project, my favorite thing is y'all bitches don't know nothing about no book reports.
1: Bitch, i tell me why that's exactly what i was thinking of because i was like this chat gbt and all this ai stuff coming out mm-hmm. where it'll write things for you i'm like first of all fuck high school i'm mad i didn't have it when i did my college courses a few years ago <laughs> you know oh man i would have played the fuck out of the system right it'd Lucky be so much now
0: granted i'm sure there's they're, they're figuring out ways to catch up to keep people from doing that right but <clears throat> this shows you how stupid i was so there's a movie it has a uh, was it the Tia and Tamara, the twins? Mm-hmm. So, sister, sister. Yeah, sister, sister. <laughs> Lick which, your sister. Stop please. it. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but they were in a movie. It's called, if none of you know, and this shows again how old I am. You ever remember the movie Twitches? No. No?
1: That may have been, I may have surpassed that one by the time it came out.
0: Yeah, you're probably a little older than your bitch. <laughs> um, so that one came out, and I was like, oh, cool. It was a Disney movie. So that's probably why I also as well. But they also had another one, Halloween Town
1: oh that's
0: my shit so you remember the last one when she went to college
1: yeah
0: I don't know why I connected those movies together but there was a scene where this girl blew on her pen and it started writing her shit for me you know how many times I wished I had that fucking pen (laughs) because like doing shit back then it was like you had to go find it in a book you couldn't google it google was a thing but they didn't let you use it because they're like it's not a reliable source go get your fucking encyclopedia brown for those of you who don't know that google that shit too because again I remember my dad bought me I love my I love my old man he bought me a whole encyclopedia rack. from, And it started from the letter A all the way to Z-Y. <laughs> and I was like...
1: Or maybe Y-Z. No, Z-Y. Never I really got it. Zygote?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was... So, to be fair, like, the end of it, like, it was ZY, and then Z. Like, it just... The way that i don't i don't get it but it was like that it's just it's how they separated the letters because sometimes they would put them together because sometimes the z's or the Zeds, um <laughs> for you british folks wouldn't have like that many so some of the books are smaller yeah. let me tell you what if you need to learn anything about the letter m there's a lot of m's in this world <laughs> <laughs> the mammals and all um she okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> she little,
0: you know who's over there just dead
1: so i want to show my age you mentioned google we didn't even have Google. When we first got.
0: Ash Jeeves.
1: <laughs> no, it was Alta Vista. I think Ash Jeeves was one thing, too, was one also. But I always use Alta Vista. And Alta I don't, Vista. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I wonder if it's still around. Is that the one um, where you had to
0: control your programs? The screen was black and green?
1: N- <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Old oh, bitch.
1: Um, but my mom's work did have those.
0: Yeah, my mom did too. Yeah. I remember my mom gave me a laptop, bitch. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, it was a laptop back, it was an Apple one, and it was, when I tell you, if you could see it now, you'd be like, damn, where'd that thing come from? That's a prehistoric. Mm-hmm. It was one of the ones where, like, there was no games, there was no nothing, and it was, like, old school-ass, like, file that, and if you wanted to print, yeah. you had to do, like, the command prompt and do Control-P, like, legit. Yeah. Open the command thing that like, none of you will ever use. Yeah. It was, right. yeah.
1: Um, But, also, because you mentioned the encyclopedia, I remember our first computer that we got, it was a gateway. It's hilarious. I literally, I'm about to tell myself, I was so excited, and I was a teenager, or close to Was it. this like
0: a school computer, or?
1: No, no, no. Our first home computer. Oh, must <laughs> be nice. I don't know what that was like. Well, I was I was a lot older, but I was so excited that I literally peed myself, standing in our dining room. While we were unboxing it, I got so excited, and I just peed. And my mom was like, all right, like you're a fucking dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, like, all right. Somebody get her the biscuits. <laughs> get her a rag.
1: <laughs> but um, there was a program on there. It was an, an encyclopedia program. And I thought that was the cool, like, in my mind, like, that blew my mind that I now didn't have to go to the library anymore. I could just type in what I was looking for. A what? Library. I said it right.
0: I don't think you said library. No, I didn't. You yeah, no, roll. you did. All right, pause it not play it back. All right, stand by because <laughs> I'm going to prove myself right on this one. On. All right. I said library. No, she didn't. Yeah, that shit did. was real fucking loose, you lying bitch.
1: He said that I barely got it, but I got it.
0: Well, no, because like you can barely hear the R. <sighs> if you want to sit there and examine it, next time I nunciate your fucking words.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Recreation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See if you ever get some help moving your shit again. <laughs>
1: oh anyway so yeah that was like my first oh my gosh i can't believe and now kids like they have everything at their fingertips which and we mentioned this in our social media episode also that is a great thing but it also has very detrimental effects also
0: right i mean like for what it could be used for could be great but no because i remember do you again do you remember having to have a pen pal yes yeah (gasps) (gasps) core memories were unlocked I'm yeah. telling you, because I was sitting there. I don't know why your encyclopedia triggered my pen pal thing. Elementary school, we were forced to write some random person on a list that we got from, like, overseas. Same. And you would send them letters back and forth. I sent them a keychain. I was like, maybe I'll get something nice. That motherfucker ain't ever writing me back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, whoever you are. Hope you hear this shit and realize, like, damn, I got a keychain from a little Mexican boy from North Carolina. and <laughs> ain't giving nothing back.
1: My mom probably wrote mine back and was like, I don't want her to feel like down now so i'll just write something pretend it's from fucking lithuania
0: <laughs> bunch of scribble scrabbles <laughs> yeah. wait why does this guy love you brittany on air, i don't <laughs> mama <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like stuff like that like they, they don't do that anymore and honestly like i know the world has changed and like it, you know you see the news where you know there's school shootings happen and you know they had to protect minors from like people who would solicit them for like you know shit and I get it they're a little more sheltered now and understandably so but like the there's so much more different growing up um for instance like when you grew up were somebody always at your house when you got home
1: depending on what age you mean but yeah I never I didn't start
0: oh boy (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: well you also have to remember I grew up with two parents in law enforcement so they were very protective um so
0: i grew up never mind <laughs> we're gonna keep that bandage on that trauma <laughs> we'll keep this shit moving
1: um so i didn't get to start staying home alone until i think i was like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and so yeah when i got done at school for a while i went to a daycare and then after that i started going to once me and Lindsay became friends we right. always went either to her house or my house after yeah. school yeah why
0: you were never a latchkey kid. What does that mean? Where you literally let yourself in, and you were just by yourself. So like, no, I, I mean th- after a
1: certain age, yes.
0: I think so. Like, I would think it was my first time doing it. Was like when I was ten years old in middle school. That go to the bus stop by yourself, get on the bus, go to school, come back, come home, let yourself in, and it wasn't because like they were out doing stuff they we weren't supposed to. But uh, you know, my um, yeah, my mom and stepdad. We're, uh, we're always working. So, usually come home. It was kind of nice, but then some, like when my sister was in school, that bitch be skipping school like it was nobody's business, which I guess she rubbed off on me. Because <laughs> when I got older, I didn't skip. I just didn't go. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. So, same.
1: the the difference there is your parents had jobs where they couldn't leave to come get you. My dad was lucky enough. First of all, we grew up in a small town. But he was a police officer or deputy sheriff or a police officer, whichever. And he was able to pick us up from school and then lindsey lived once he started working for the police department lindsey lived in the town limits yeah. so he would drop us off at her house and then go back to work so i never and my mom didn't allow me to ride the bus because they didn't have seat belts
0: <laughs> you know it's funny i don't think i've ever seen a seat belt inside of a school bus before yeah. i graduated high school yeah which well you get a ticket nowadays for not wearing the seat belt <laughs> but god forbid you don't pull no school buses over and give them tickets
1: right but yeah so and then whenever he was deputy sheriff same thing he would pick me up take me home and then go back to work so yeah. or wherever he took me but yeah he always picked me up
0: yeah i guess i mean i was left alone a lot and i think that's where i think the part of being a lot like independent came in because like you know, if mom worked late and so did the stepdad, you know, eventually they get home, they're not going to be in the mood to cook. So you just made some on your own. Like, I think a lot of it came from being independent, but I think that now just seeing like how some of these kids grow up, like there has a schedule, like they get picked up from school, they get dropped off at home. They have food prepared for them when they get home that now, and I don't mean this for everybody's household by no means, just the ones that I've seen that are close to me and family-wise. And you you see like it's pretty much taken care of for them so like the independent part i see like it just kind of goes away like they don't have that all right i'm gonna go do this on my own because i have to it's more like i know it's gonna be taken care of i.e mom will take care of it and we'll be fine um or dad whatever um so i think that's kind of one of the disadvantages of the thing growing up like that like you don't get that sense of all right cool i'll take care of myself i'm a big boy or girl now or whatever right so i think that's kind of the downside um, cause I feel like I learned a lot. I think that's where I also stick like, get my passion for cooking a little bit. Cause I do enjoy cooking, obviously. I feed <laughs> her and myself. Um, and now granted back then I cook like you do now back when I was, you know, 11, 12, which to hurt your fucking feet. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's funny cause I actually am a good example of what you were just describing because my mom, she worked a lot of hours. So there was. I mean, I didn't see her. I shouldn't say I didn't see her a lot. But, like, I was with my dad more because it was easier for him. Um, My mom worked in a different city, and she worked long. She worked eight hours, but she would work, like, seven, eight, nine days in a row. Um, But anyway, so she didn't teach me how to do the laundry or how to cook. Mm -hmm. And she didn't. She would make me clean, but then she would... Fuss about how bad or how I didn't do it good enough, and then she would redo it, which I think has done a lot of why I have such an, an aversion to cleaning. I hate it so much. But then she, and it was a control thing for her. Yeah. But yes, yeah, she had the, and she was a control freak about the cooking and the cleaning also. So she didn't teach me those things. And yeah. I mean, you see now, I still can't cook. Laundry, obviously, I figure that out is pretty simple. Yeah, but yeah,
0: starting to put, that. and that's where like the uh, the laundry and the cleaning thing, like. Would I go outside and, like, trim the bushes? Absolutely not, if I didn't have to. But sometimes... And that was funny. Like, your parents would always be the first ones to call you lazy. But, like, I didn't ask to be yes. born. Like, <laughs> <get> to, <laughs> I didn't ask to be here. You made me. <laughs> like, why am I doing things for you? <laughs> you put you put me here. I didn't want to be here. <laughs> shit, send me back.
1: Thanks.
0: Um, they're like, God, y'all are so lazy. All you do is play video games and watch TV. Yeah, because that's what I want to do. I don't want to do all this other stuff. But whenever they weren't there i would take it upon myself like all right cool i keep my areas clean i cook my food and like laundry not so much because i didn't know how like not that i didn't know how to use it but we we had one of them special washing machines there was a special way you had to turn left right left right in- yes. inside and then eventually when you hit it right it'll start right and it was one of them top the old school top loaders it wouldn't break it just you needed special combination to get it to start working <laughs> and you got to get the pliers every now and again going back
1: in and then it would sound like a spaceship taking off if,
0: especially if when it's on that damn drain rinse spin thing yeah that shit will do, 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 do. i'm like shit what's in the laundry a body <laughs> and then a the dryer that was easy it's just, as long as you make sure that cause we didn't have the <laughs> the dryer we had i remember the lint trap was gone and i'm so mad so like there was no way to catch lint
1: yeah <laughs> so
0: you just had to be careful not to let the shit blow out through the little hole at the top <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> hey, but we did what we needed to do. Um, <laughs> hey, it worked. It it, it worked. <laughs> um, and you know what's funny? And just to not get off on this topic too far, but like, you know, one thing I learned growing up is that you don't necessarily need money to be happy. It does make things more comfortable by all means. Right. Absolutely. But some of the more the funnier memories I have and some ones that I'll hold a little bit closer to me that I'll cherish forever were the ones where <laughs> some shit like, like that. Um, or like the time we bought like a $10 helicopter and I chased my sister around the yard with it, not intentional. I just didn't know how to work it. So <laughs> it just, every time I pulled the trigger, it just went for her big ass. <laughs> but you know, anyways, I digress. But shit like that, that I always thought was funny, but it came like growing up to where it, like you become more independent. And I think that's where the, the urge to do my own thing when I got out of like, cause I was, I joined the military at 17 and I wanted to go do my own thing. I didn't want to stay underneath my parents forever. Right. And then you see people now, like, they're 30, 40 years old still staying at home. Now, every situation is different. By no means am I saying that everybody's, like, they're just lazy. By no means. But there are some situations where people are just comfortable. Like, why would I want to leave when, you know, I got a house paid for, I don't pay rent, and I don't really need a job, and mom and dad are still going to take care of me. Well, and
1: another contributing factor to that is, unfortunately, the cost of living has gone up significantly, but people ain't paying shit. Bags. like when I first moved to Charleston, I think we've talked about this before and I got my job and it was considered like I mean it's a government job government um and still I was not I was barely making enough to to make ends meet like i was there were days before my paycheck when I had like three four dollars left
0: you ain't got to tell me I remember <laughs> when I got hired when me and you used to work together I ain't gonna there the salary's not the same anymore back in 2015 you know how much I made I made twenty nine thousand dollars. Who the fuck is going?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Who is going to live on that? Every two weeks, I got a paycheck of like eight hundred and something dollars. Bitch, when I tell you eight hundred is going to pay for what? And then if you live in the low country, even back then, it still wasn't that mm-hmm. cheap. And when we finally first got our first raise, now I'm not saying like it was phenomenal, but it was a big leap just to get to back where you can have a livable wage. So I mean, I was still eating hot dogs and ramen because that's all we had. Right. And yeah, but I don't mean to. Go too crazy, but like you say, cost of living does kind of play a role in that too. Yeah,
1: but I mean, your point's still valid too, because I mean, it's like you said, you're comfortable, mom and dad taking care of everything. Why would you want to leave? And then you see, like, you look at these prices and stuff, and you're like, for what?
0: Right, like I just showed her my insurance bill. I just got my brand new insurance in for my next six month premium, three hundred thirty dollars a month. Ridiculous. That is crazy. And I've never been in no wrecks that counted against me. Nothing. Right. So they're like, oh, the national average, blah, 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 the area you live in, some shit. I'm like, what do they got that ain't got shit to do with me? So I gotta go find no insurance. Don't mean to go crazy off that topic, but um, if y'all know, y'all know.
1: But going back to something you said a minute ago actually is a actually proves a point that I wanted to bring up where you mentioned like the memories that you made, like not having any money. That is the one thing that I think or one of the many things is a downside to the technology that kids have these days. Because some of my best memories are like when I was outside playing in the dirt or fucking gluing my hand and peeling it off. <laughs> and, now, and now you see these kids and don't get me wrong. it Like I said, it has its pluses. It has its pros. But every kid now, their nose is in a tablet constantly or in a phone. Yep. And then they use it as a way to keep a kid calm. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. If you're in a public or if you're in public or at an event or whatever.
0: Or airplane yeah that's Please.
1: a yeah airplane exactly that is a great way to keep your child entertained while they're doing something that not even adults want to do so i give you props like i'm not i'm not saying that but i've seen people who give their kid a tablet even while they're at home just because they don't want to have to deal with them they want to do what they want to do
0: yeah and it, it's a unfortunate thing like it's almost like you're letting technology pretty much parent your kid for you right. and it's not a terrible thing because, I mean, like, sometimes it could be beneficial. I mean, you put some shit on there from, like, Dora. I mean, some of these kids were learning Spanish on shit like that. Right. But there's a time and place for it, honestly. Like, I don't think it's uh how would I put it? Um, I will not say appropriate, but, like, there, there's a time and place for it. And I think that's where technology kind of comes in. I don't think it necessarily even affects just, like – Infant kids. I think it affects, like, teenagers and shit oh, like that, too. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, like, you see how, like, they're glued to that? If it didn't happen on social media, it didn't happen at all. Exactly. And I remember growing up when technology was there, like, we weren't, by no means, could you share social media? MySpace wasn't even a thing back then. I know. Oh, I'm old. Um, <laughs> I remember when Facebook finally took off. I think I was in high school.
1: Yeah, well, when I was in, or when Facebook first became a thing, you couldn't get into it unless you were a college kid.
0: Right. That's bad. If you ever never watched the Facebook movie um go watch it you'll understand what that means because some kid made it for like it was meant for harvard and and it ended up being just a global thing anyways um but yeah i remember when that came out but like even then whenever i was in school i had a nokia foam (sighs) don't judge me but
1: i can't even imitate it yeah
0: but see mine didn't have any minutes and it never had service so i just had it for snake
1: i used to i used to be so good at that game
0: right and i'm Not this new snake on my phone. Like, I downloaded snake the other day because I wanted to feel a little nostalgic. It's not the same. I need the little black line and the little black dots so that way I can go get my snake fed. It Um, took
1: 10 minutes to send one text message because you had to go through all the letters.
0: Yeah. Those of you who don't know the pain, if you wanted to go and text somebody, I'll be there in 10 minutes. It took you 20 minutes. By the time (laughs) you got there, (laughs) you're already done. Um, No different from, like, and it's, it's funny to think about this. So I remember growing up, like, if, you know, when you start to get old enough to have, like, friends where you can call on the phone. So I remember we lived in um, a town called Fuquay Verina North Carolina. I know. My stepdad used to call it Fuckway Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh we, uh, we had a phone mounted, yes, ladies and gentlemen, phones do mount, yeah. mounted to the wall, and it had an old, long-ass fucking cord to I'm it. I'm so glad you said that, because <laughs> that was the
1: first thing that popped in my head.
0: And so when we, my sister, first off, would hog that bitch, but, like, if I wanted to make a phone call to my dad or my friend, I remember, like, you would sit there and you would dial, and you would call them, because guess what? If you didn't live close by, which our friends live down the street, but most times you're like, hey, can you go outside and play, or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you lost that nowadays because now it's text messages. I remember before it used to be so much more personal face-to-face. And you kind of lose that nowadays. Like, kids don't really, like, at the age we were, even, like, preteens, you would still go out and play to some degree. But, like, now it's not like that anymore. By the time you hit, like, 10, you're almost expected to be a grown adult. And that's crazy to me. Because, like, I remember we used to be outside for hours and hours and hours. Just doing stupid, not say stupid shit, but, like, we would go outside in the woods, we'd come back out, we'd be climbing shit, build, I remember, we used to build forts all the fucking time. Yes. I don't know why, like, why do I need 17 pieces of branches over (laughs) here to, I need a base.
1: Listen, I, it's, and it's crazy, because, like, I I know another part of that, unfortunately, too, is that the world is a lot different now, and it's a lot more dangerous to let your kids out and roam around, but, man, I, like, you just brought back so many memories for me, because. I had a friend and we would we stayed in the woods. I don't know how we didn't get Lyme disease from ticks.
0: Not <laughs> Lyme <laughs> nah, nah, disease.
1: Um but I wish that I had a picture of this one fort that we made cuz it was like uh behind her house there was a ditch and then you would come up on this hill yeah. and then another ditch on the other side so we made that hill into a fort and when I tell you that it was the most like I, I it was it was so cool and I wish I had pictures of it cuz we put some work into that shit. <laughs> And, I mean, we would be outside and her... Because her parents had, like, a huge piece of land. And yeah. there was just a bunch of... Like, her uncles lived out there, all of them. And we'd be jumping off the barn onto the hay bales and shit. Like, but now it's all... Kids are all in their phone.
0: Yep. Now you're building forts on your phone. And right. That's it's, it's not the same. Because, like, you got that level of, like... You, you built... I wouldn't say built, but like you grew like social skills. Like you, like you would meet kids from across the. Usually, the people in your neighborhood, because all of you would go to the same school anyway, you became close friends with because you usually be outside fucking around and whatnot. Like I remember, we used to ride bikes for hours. I know kids don't ride them no more; they're on VR pedal their bikes. <laughs> um, but like it was, it's a different time, and I understand things have changed significantly. Even like in a post nine eleven world, it it didn't change. As much, I think it's now, like, in, like, after pretty much 2015, things have changed a lot. Yeah. Since back, like, even growing up then. Um, but it, it's it's unfortunate. But, like, there's also good things that have come out from them. Like, I mean, as far as, like, education-wise, I will say, like, these kids have a very good advantage as far as, like, the amount of information that they can get nowadays is ridiculous. Um, also, I've seen, like, the creativity, for shit, people inventing their own damn job and the shit that people yeah. have made. Like, it's crazy. I mean, they're more, in my opinion, more innovative than we were because, I mean, more so, like, people in our age are kind of like, well, it's been that way for a while. We're going to keep doing it the same way, which is not a bad thing, but also not very good to be creative and not really, you know...
1: Have an outlet.
0: Yeah. To go out there and do things. The... Um, and that's one thing that I've noticed. Like, even, when, like, with now, I see, like, some of them are more passionate about things. Like, I see how my niece is passionate about when she wanted to do cosmetology. Not everybody's like that by no means. But, like, the level of some of them have a good drive to go out there and do whatever. Some people in our age were more like, well, I know I can do this. I'll just settle to do that. Um, Especially, like, with people who don't get, like, their high school diploma. Like, from people in our age, they're like, well, I'll just go work construction. It is what it is. Instead of going out there like, you know, I'm going to go fucking do this. So, it's definitely changed a lot.
1: I mean, but people's work ethic between generations has also changed and being a supervisor you know I've seen that firsthand I will say the one thing that my parents drove into me like my mom didn't teach me to cook and clean but like they taught me the importance of work ethic but the other part of that is I think a lot of this generation realized like y'all want us to work ourselves to death for this for that amount of pay, like you said, twenty nine thousand, living in Charleston, you can't survive off of that in Charleston. Wow. No. And so, like, I think work ethic is important, but I think it's also important to realize, and I struggle with this, always have, and probably always will. Yeah. That you don't have to revolve your life about around work. Absolutely. But it's still, you still should have a work, good work ethic while you're there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, none, not this where, like, you show up to work and do, like, don't I don't expect you to be the fucking rock star of the group, but also don't be just skating by with the bare minimum. Like, if you're there to work for a reason, to earn a, a decent wage, and that's, like, I'm not going to go into the debate about minimum wage and, like, people who work at, like, fast food by no means, but the one thing I noticed that people who would complain <clears throat> about stuff like that, about getting minimum wage for jobs like that, those jobs are not necessarily meant for long term. I mean, those were jobs whenever I grew up, and this goes to show the difference between generations that when I grew up, those jobs were temporary. So that way you learned how, all right, cool. This is what happens when you go to work, you pay this and this is taxes. And then this is what you pretty much instill to you to get ready to, this is what you're going to be doing for the next few years. And do I expect people that work minimum wage jobs to get paid the same wage me and you do? Absolutely not. Because I know what the cost of inflation will be once that happens. And that would be ridiculous. And, that it's it's kind of the norm like you know it's not like it was a secret when you got hired at these jobs they tell you what you're going to get paid like if right. you don't think that's livable you know there are other jobs out there and i'll tell you this from personal experience before i joined the military and before i um after i left like high school and graduated i worked at construction a very livable wage but you're going to work for that money Thanks. and yeah i ain't I,
1: doing all that i ain't doing manual labor right <laughs> and
0: like does it suck yes but that's part of what has to come down to like if i want to live and eat and survive i know that i'm gonna to have to put in some work and that shit was difficult by all means but like you said work ethic especially with youngers and then i've seen it too like some of these guys don't want to go out there and like do what they need to even though they think they're kind of above it and it's it's kind of sad but like i mean mm-hmm. i don't think like and my dad taught me this from a long time ago and this is not to do anything with generations but it shows that like you know the knowledge is passed down you know, my dad said you don't treat the janitor any different than you do the CEO of the company because everybody's important in what they do. Right. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Like, just because they feel like, oh well, I don't want to be, you know, the janitor at McDonald's. Who gives a shit? I mean, even my dad told me he's like, look, if you don't ever amount to shit in your life, you better be the best at what you're doing. So if you want to go out there and flip hamburgers at Burger King, you be the best fucking hamburger flipper out <laughs> there, and you know, work your ass off. But it, it like you said, it, there's the ones that want to go out there and you know, be innovative and make shit and create stuff will have to drive out there and go and do it because they're very smart and especially what's, you know, free to them. Like even some classes in high school, I know that like people were taking AP classes mm-hmm. that there were not that many of them even when we grew up, um, growing up from our high school. And our high school wasn't like a bad high school by no means. It's just that there wasn't that many, you know, opportunities available. But now, I mean, shit, you could take AP classes in middle school if you're able for it.
1: Right. Yeah, I wish I had stuck with like computer stuff i know we talked about that before i i don't know like and it's evolved so much i just wish i had stayed in that field but um but yeah i don't going back to the work ethic thing i don't like you said whenever you're there put your all into it and actually work i can't stand people that come to work and just feel like they can half-ass everything Right. but the the downfall for me was, like, whenever they needed somebody to come in, I would right. always go. And then it became where all I was doing was working. Right. So then they knew I'd always come in, so then they always called me. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's all about balance. But I don't know. Some of these, these young folks act like they're too good to work. Oh, but talking about the treat the janitor as well as the CEO, I cannot stand people. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. That treat, like, waiters and fast food workers like shit. Just because they think they're above them. If you talk to a waiter or waitress or whoever, any kind of way, I'm immediately judging you. And I do not want to go out with you anymore.
0: Absolutely. Also, I will say this, and this is what I've noticed, that the younger folks, I've noticed that sometimes they feel entitled. um, Especially like if, I'll tell you this. So whenever we go out, you know, for me, tipping is mandatory to a point if the service is terrible then it's different because you don't tip just because you're going out, but you tip based on the service that is provided. Right. So like if it's shit and you haven't checked on me in like the entire time we've been there and like a bitch is thirsty eating fucking food, no, don't expect anything. But the flip side of that is is that sometimes like when you go, my favorite thing is uh when you go to a restaurant and it's like you're going to go pick it up, just grab food. I've seen the big debate between like should you tip somebody and should you not? And, yeah, yeah, my, I mean, the way I look at it is like, if you're just going to go pick up the food, why would you tip anybody? I'm just going to go grab it. And I know people talk about that all the time, but.
1: I usually tip, but I leave a small tip. For right. Those. Like, I
0: mean, most times, sure, just depends. But like, yeah. if you go on, like, it's at, you know, 11 o'clock on like a fucking Friday when there's probably not that many people there or like a Sunday morning. No, nah. but it just depends. But the reason I mention thats that is that I've noticed that the entitlement that I've seen a lot of people like the ones that, especially like going back to the whole minimum wage thing, that they're demanding a livable wage working at, you know, a, a place that doesn't really require much outside of like putting shit in a fryer or on a stove.
1: And mm, now. That's a controversial statement. What? What you just said. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, it's a job I wouldn't want to do. It's a, it's a lot.
0: No, absolutely. And the reason why I say that, you know, Again, this is my opinion, that when you sit there and you, every job is not somebody wants to do. Like, did I want to do construction? No. But the thing is, I knew that my job was important because nobody else was going to do it. And the one thing I've noticed, like, when there's been, like, a lot of pushback, that these companies are innovating ways to cut down the people inside the kitchen. And, like, the self-service checkout, I've noticed a buttload of those starting to get put in. And there's even a thing that cooks the food for you without anybody in there.
1: Well, they're gonna have to get to that point because nobody wants to work those jobs anymore whenever you can i mean there's so many work from home jobs now that yeah. pay more and you don't even have to leave your leave your house why would you want to go work at mcdonald's and right. then people get mad and they're like oh nobody's working that's not true they're just finding better jobs right absolutely and, um so yeah it's gonna have to get to a point where they're gonna have to do more self-service stuff but yeah i know that i wouldn't want to work at mcdonald's number one you're on your feet all day right. number two You're dealing with rude customers trying to do this and this and all that at the same time. You gotta be good at multitasking, which I am good at, but I don't wanna be doing that while I'm on my feet all day.
0: Right. Yeah. And I and I get it. But like I mean, I just don't for me, I don't see it. Like if you're if you're working there because of like educational means, like you don't have the ability to find another job, but there's plenty of jobs that don't require degrees at all. Even high school diplomas or even GEDs, they don't require a lot of people
1: also work there part time.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, I get that, and it's not, I'm not going to sit there and downgrade saying the job is easy by no means, but like you said, every job has their plus and minuses, but also, you know, when you go into that career field, that exactly. you know that I'm going to get paid shit money when I get here.
1: Listen, and not only that, but you have to know what job you're going into and look up all the details about it. At my job, I'm now helping with interviews. We literally have a three-page spiel that we were, sorry, I was burping. Um, that we have to read to every applicant before we even interview them because people keep coming in these jobs, and then whenever you start requiring things of them, they're like, well, nobody told me I had to do that. Yeah, we did, bitch. It's in the interview. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to work on every other weekend and holidays? Yes. I'm pretty
0: sure when I applied for the same agency, they literally have, are you sure you're okay with doing this? Yes, do. Are you they sure do. you're okay with doing that? I'm like, you know this is a part of it, and that's one thing I've noticed. Like even like now, and I will say this one thing before I go into that part: that I'm all about the same thing you just said. I don't work. I don't live to work. By no means. Like right. when I go to work, I will work. Don't worry. You gonna know I put in some shit today. But I don't sit there and volunteer to do stuff on my off time if I don't have to. I don't sit there and you know work for free. By no means. <laughs> um, but and I also take plenty of vacation because a lot of guys are like I haven't taken a vacation in eight months. Well, you're insane. Because right. I'm not sitting here to live and revolve. I'm already going to have to spend the next 20 years of my life working until I can be eligible for retirement. And even when I'm eligible for retirement, I can't collect for probably like another six years after that. So by the time all said and done, I will have worked 50%, if not more, of my life away. And I don't want to live like that. I mean, I enjoy my job by all means, and I enjoy everything that I do every day. But I also know back when I first started to now, I've realized you know that's one thing you do have to keep in check. That I think everybody across the board, and I think it was brought up more by the younger generation, but they're doing it a little more excessively. Like where I don't shit, I'm gonna take off today. Right. Or, you've been off for the past seven days, and you will take another <laughs> day. Off. God damn it. <laughs> um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you need it because sometimes you just need a mental health day, and you know what? Sometimes seven days ain't enough. Right. I don't blame you, but it's it's one of those things where there is a balance, and you got to make sure you balance those things too. And I think a lot of times people from when we grow up work monday through friday you get your two days off and then you're right back at it again so you will literally spend your 80 percent of your week pretty much just working all the time Mm -hmm. nine to five seven to seven you know who knows and how long and that's and that's not way life should be honestly if they ever come up with a plan to make a short work week where it's only four days instead of five that'd be great it wouldn't really matter to me because i'd still work my rotating shifts so
1: yeah, they there are some companies that do that. They do four tens, and then you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And I'm like, man, I wish I could do that.
0: Which makes sense. I mean, I rather work. Excuse me, I rather work another two hours longer for an eight hour day to oh, make yeah. a ten, and be done Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because it just seems like by the time you get done on Friday, you can unwind. You have one full day to really have to yourself, and then Sunday you're kind of mentally getting yourself back ready for work on Monday. Yeah. At least that's the way I do it. Because I need time to gear myself back and put my mindset. on like. Don't quit your fucking job. You need to pay these bills. Get ready to go back to work.
1: But, yeah, some of the older generations, I mean, they work themselves to death. And like you said, it's just, it's all about that, finding that balance.
0: Yeah. My granddaddy was like that, Worked like a dog, mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, and sometimes even for free, just to go in there, because he just was set to fucking work. Yeah. But, I ain't him. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from the past, so we don't repeat it in the future.
1: Right. Um you know, one thing we were talking earlier about technology, one thing I thought of was the one thing I do love about this younger generation, of course, there's some kids that don't qualify. I'm not speaking for everyone, just the majority, that they seem more open-minded to, like, a lot of things. I mean, sometimes you can go a little left field. Um, But I wonder if technology and social media and stuff has helped people realize that People are different than them, and those are actually people, so they're a little more empathetic to people that are different from them. Absolutely. Because, like, I grew up in a small town. We didn't really have social media, so I I wasn't around people that were much different than me.
0: The homosexuals, is that what you're trying to say?
1: Not just, I mean, that is one. But I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, like, a lot of that, no, honestly, like, we didn't have a lot, even, like, growing up, and I'm not saying my... I'm not going to mention family members, even the titles, but like some family members may have been a little homophobic growing up. And so obviously that's a little terrifying because they're like, right. oh God, you said that to him? What about me? <laughs> um, but my family loves me, so we're good. But, the, uh, but like the self-love that they do spread on there mm-hmm. is very good. But also that's a double-edged sword because then you see how people spew hate across
1: Absolutely. all
0: platforms and it's, it's shameful. So I will say I do love that. And like you said, more open-minded because before it used to be keep the shit behind the closed door and, yeah. and don't get me wrong i'm good with that too to a degree like do i want to sit people out there damn naked or putting their tongues in each other's mouth <laughs> no i'm not a big fan of pda but then that's also me like for me you know personal affection sure but like don't be out here just you know blowing johnny just because <laughs> just because <laughs> yeah um, i agree but like you said, I think this younger generation has made it more open and more accepting, which is great because, you know, it's night and day from like even my grandparents to then. Like, I remember I was talking to my grandmother one time and she had the radio on and I don't know how we got on this topic, but I remember that she said that her husband, um, somebody put a record on. Yeah, a record <laughs> that it was uh, jazz music. And of course, he threw around the N word. Mm-hmm. He's gone, guys. She, you can't don't don't shame mm-hmm. him. He's gone. He threw in the N-word, and she's like, it's good music. There's no reason to act like that. And it just shows you the generational differences of how people were like, even music wasn't acceptable to some degree to them. But now it's, you know, really open. Like, I know Lizzo is a controversial topic right now about the whole body shaming thing. But, you know, spreading self-love and stuff like that, it's awesome. Younger generation, which I think we're actually the same age, though. um, We're in the same
1: generation, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we're about the same. But, you know... Music for the younger generation and it spreads, you know, I'm I'm all here for it. And I, I know we talked about this before, like, you know, we may have different views as far as like trans, non-binary, stuff like that, but nor will I ever tell you not to be who you are. Do your own thing. I'm here for it. Let it fly, sister, brothers.
1: Well, that's what I say about everything. It's like, I don't care because it doesn't affect me and I don't understand why so many people do care right? and are so hateful about it. I'm like, is it affecting you in any way? Absolutely not. So get the fuck over it. Oh. But, like, you know, I mentioned my small town. I have no doubt there was a lot more gay people in my school and in my town that we didn't know about because they probably didn't feel comfortable coming out. Right. They're in your churches. <laughs> I, absolutely. <laughs> Some of them got rings on their fingers and women on their side. But, anyways. Hell um, yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we know who you are. <laughs> we will
0: call you all next
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's easy to spew that hate about, groups that are different from you whenever you don't have a face on that but that's the thing I'm, right <laughs> but where like, was the good old ass beans <laughs>
0: that we used to get you wanted to talk shit you met at the cul-de-sac we'll <laughs> find you or the, well, in my case trailer park <laughs> but we got cul-de-sacs and trailer parks too
1: right but yeah i don't yeah i just i
0: these, think Somebody mentioned that before, too. Like, it's crazy how people, you brave as fuck behind this keyboard, but meet me in the fucking parking lot and bust you in your mouth. So, people get more brave like that. So, unfortunately, some people get ballsy. And some people are just out there trolling people just for, you know, the sake of just pissing you off. So, there's that.
1: But thank God for growth. Because, let me tell you something. There is one thing that I am very happy about that, unfortunately, this generation has to deal with. I am so glad that social media was not such a big thing whenever I was younger. Yeah. Because I probably would have said some things that I, I've i grown to look at things a lot differently than I did back in certain periods of my life. And yeah. I used to, I don't know, like I was never, thankfully, thank God, not I mean, I'm very thankful. My parents raised me to treat everybody with kindness, so I didn't never once had a racist bone in my body i've never once said the n-word like that word has never crossed my lips ever in my entire life but i may have talked some shit about the homosexuals back in my day (laughs) you fucking bitch (laughs) i knew it but the crazy thing and i'm trying to well I, i mean i have i think i know why but like, I just remember even, I said something one time. My mom was like, why would you, like, that's so hateful. Why would you have that view? Like, that breaks my heart that you feel that way. And I was like, I don't know, just don't come around me doing that shit.
0: <laughs> that's because nobody wanted to come around you at all. <laughs> that's up. why.
1: Um, But I'm like, man, I, I'm just glad I wasn't posting shit on social media back in them days. Yeah, I'd be like, kill all the gays. <laughs> Oh no, uh, really? No,
0: I'm nah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's good things and bad things about you know growing up when we did, and when you know kids are growing up now. Like you know, thankfully, I never really. I will say this, and it's pissing me off. Like I, I'm thankful that I don't have to worry about the stress of like you know school shootings do happen, and it's not like a a constant, frequent thing. But I don't know about you, but I swore I was going to die by tornadoes a lot more than yes. what I thought it was I swear
1: to God, my school is one reason why tornadoes are my number one fear.
0: I believe it because, first off, they used to make us go in the hallway and we had a book yeah. over our neck. So you tell me this steel beam that's posted <laughs> behind these pillars is not going to kill me as long as I got my book. Yep. Got it.
1: That English, that that thick-ass English book has got you.
0: Yeah. Um, it was funny. We talked about it today. They're like, man, I swore growing up quicksand was gonna be a lot more involved in my life than what uh <laughs> see it is now <laughs> i yes. like true because i also thought i was gonna die by fires because i don't know how many times in pre-k don't know why i remember this but i do remember the little fire video we used to see yeah. and then we would play <laughs> <laughs> so and then memories. uh and then we started playing with dough i'm like fire fire then play with dough i don't get it it's I don't know,
1: but I remember I had to learn stop, drop, and roll every fucking year. I thought I was going to spontaneously combust at some point.
0: (laughs) You are flammable.
1: I knew you were going to say something about me being greasy from all this... They I didn't know. say none
0: of that. I just said you're flammable. You took yeah. it how you want I was going Because I yeah. know what
1: you fucking meant. No,
0: I meant your hairspray. Yes. Yeah, sure. All the shit you put <laughs> in your hair. You just assumed it. Get away from my candle, by the way, before you blow up this house. <laughs> 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 but, like, stuff like that, I think it's hilarious. Like, what they thought was important. But, like, people nowadays, first off, stop dropping fucking roll. Y'all kill me when I see these videos where, like, y'all will burst into flames playing with fucking deodorant spray and lighters. But, <laughs> y'all, like, I'm going to keep running. Oxygen fuels the flames. Keep on burning if you want to.
1: Would you believe going back to how much like how my views have changed? Would you believe? And I have I know for a fact that nine eleven was the cause of this. I became extremely patriotic. Like,
0: why did you join the service? You useless bitch. Oh, not
1: I was still fat back then. I wasn't going.
0: <laughs> You could have lost a little pounds.
1: I, I didn't do manual labor back in them days either. Um, but, like, I literally had a picture of George Bush hanging in my apartment, my first apartment. Get the fuck out of my I was, house. I'm dead ass serious. Get out of my house. Like, I was so, and I, I was like, America, American flags over everything. But you know me now, like, can you imagine?
0: <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure you and her would have just had a big conversation. And I was like, and fuck so- the Democrats. <laughs> And now we say fuck everybody because mm, all of you are useless because they're all stupid and yes, goddamn anxiety. rich man, or rich man. <laughs> Copyrighted. That's his song. As a matter of fact, we could play that on the way out here in a minute. <laughs> rich man, rich man.
1: But um, yeah, it's crazy like how your your v- views change, and I think a lot of it had to do with the advancement of technology, plus moving out of that small town, coming to Charleston, and like opening my eyes to different things.
0: We're talking about younger and older generations, not just you, Beach.
1: I literally just said because of technology. (laughs) Okay. Well, then take it out.
0: No. Actually, I will because you are just useless. I said it twice. I had to make sure I reminded you. But, guys, it is that time again where, first off, be proud of us. We're back. We're going to be back on our regular schedules again because I am no longer stressed. <laughs> <sighs> but be sure to check us out. We will be back again on normal platforms, all of them from Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, iHeartRadio. There's a couple online streaming platforms that I don't know about that stream us because it keeps showing up as others. So whatever you're listening to, keep on listening to us. You can check us out on YouTube. We still don't have very many, many videos. Our TikTok is about the same, but you can always reach out to us. if You're going to talk to us, bb.punkin.patch at gmail.com if you have any questions. You can always leave comments down underneath our podcast on Spotify. We always ask a general question, so if you have any comments, please let us know. <laughs> um, same thing with Facebook. I apologize. Brittany was posting our social media last time. She's not very interactive i apologize
1: what the fuck else was i supposed to do
0: make some make some pictures or something interesting but
1: i did post a picture
0: yeah lame
1: and i replied to the comments on it i ain't never seen you reply to shit
0: well the comments don't say anything when i post they just like them because it's so good yeah <laughs> but then also facebook instagram um i think that's it, isn't it or also on our website that's listed on all of our platforms yeah. you be sure to check it out ladies and gentlemen brittany what you got to say
1: um save a horse ride a cowboy
0: can't come in or come on or some shit like that
1: yeah if you can't come in or here's the love here's the honor if you can't come in or come on i'll I'll remember to come up with these things eventually crazy i was crazy once. once
0: secret number is the age of my dog good luck and you got to figure out which dog